Mickey Mantle is out of the Yankee lineup today. His uh, leg tightened up on him in the final game at Baltimore, and he had some difficulty playing in the night game on Friday night and again yesterday. And after taking batting practice this afternoon, uh, he decided against giving it a try, and he will not be in the starting lineup this afternoon. We'll have the starting lineup for you in just a moment. First of all, just a rundown on the other activity in the major leagues this afternoon. We'll give you the starting lineups now. For the Yankees, Bob Thurber will be playing in left field and leading off. Hector Lopez, batting second. Yogi Berra will be batting third. Roger Maris will be in the cleanup spot in right field. Bill Stallon batting fifth, playing first. Gil McDougal will be at third and batting sixth. Cleet Boyer is at short, batting seventh. Bobby Richardson batting eighth at second. And on the mound is Ralph Perry. For the Red Sox, Willie Dazzy leading off in center field. Pete Reynolds second and playing second. Fred Williams batting third and left. Vic Woods in the cleanup spot at first. Gary Geiger batting fifth in right field. Frank Malzone batting sixth in third. Don Budden batting seventh at short. Haywood Sullivan batting eighth and catching and on the mound. Frank Sullivan. Tom Brewer was scheduled to start for the Red Sox, but he came up with a tight elbow and Sullivan was a last-minute change. In case you didn't get the scores from last night, the Tigers beat Kansas City 6-1. And of course, yesterday afternoon, Boston defeated New York here 6-5. White Sox down Cleveland 8-4, and Washington defeated Baltimore 7-2. In the National League last night, the Cardinals defeated the Los Angeles Dodgers 4-3. The Phillies nipped the Pirates 2-1 behind Gene Conley. And in activity yesterday afternoon, the Cubs beat the Giants 7-6 and 12 innings on Ernie Banks' home run, and the Red Legs came from behind to nip Milwaukee in 10 innings, 10 innings, 6-5. to five. This afternoon, Addicts and Roberts are scheduled to go in the National League, Pittsburgh at Philadelphia. St. Louis at Los Angeles, Simmons against Williams, Cincinnati at Milwaukee, Turkey against Burdett, Chicago at San Francisco, Cardwell against Odell. The doubleheader at Comiskey Park between Cleveland and Chicago might run into some weather problems. It's raining in Chicago this afternoon. Otherwise, Perry and Sigmund are scheduled to go against Wynn and Shaw. Now, ladies and gentlemen, our national anthem.
battery for the Red Sox. And for the Yankees, it'll be Ralph Perry and Yogi Berra. Going into this afternoon's game, the Yankees have a three-game lead on the Cleveland Indians, three and a half on the White Sox and four on the Baltimore. Orioles, who are presently in a downward skid. In the National League, the Pirates maintain their five-game edge over the Milwaukee Braves. Seven and a half over the surprising St. Louis Cardinals and eight over the Los Angeles Dodgers. And for the first time in two years, the Giants find themselves in the second division, eight and a half off the pace in fifth place. Following today's game, members of the All-Star team will converge on Kansas City, the first of the two All-Star classics, tomorrow afternoon, starting at 12.45. Eastern Daylight Time, and then they will be back in New York at Yankee Stadium on Wednesday, and action will resume in the American League on Friday, with the Yankees being at Detroit for a night game, then a afternoon contest Saturday, and a doubleheader on Sunday. And a reminder that the Yankee Stadium ticket office is open today, 9 to 5. The first pitch to serve is in for a strike, and here's Mel Allen. Serve batting 2.53. Next pitch is swung on, bounced to third, Malzone up with it, the throw on the first in time and is one away. One up and one down. Frank Sullivan, who has a record of three and ten this year. Pitching now to Hector Lopez, batting 306. Sully to the wind up, the pitch in there for strikes. Games probably lost was uh, real close. Two to one, four to three, six to five. Now the one strike pitch to Lopez. Curveball over, strike two. Hector hitting 306. No balls, two strikes. Two-strike pitch on its way. Swung on and grounded foul down the third baseline. The six-foot-seven, 210-pound, 30-year-old Frank Sullivan. He has relieved twice against New York this year. Next pitch is fouled off. Count remains two strikes. Handle to the wind up the delivery. It's curve outside, and the count is one and two. Larry Knapp at the plate. Frank Umon at first. Cal Drummond at second. Charlie Berry at third. The umpires. Here's the pitch, and Lopez swings and misses. Strike three. Two away. Now Yogi Berra coming up, hitting 293. Roger Maris on deck. One, one and one. 
Raleigh's last uh, appearance was July 7th. Here's the delivery. Low outside for a ball. Here's had some good rest. Pitch is swung on and fouled off to the left of the plate. He only went five innings. Now the delivery. Low and inside for a ball. Three and two. I should have said he had uh, a little more rest than he may have thought in that he only worked five innings on uh, July 7th. The 3-2 pitch swung on and fouled off to the right of the plate. Full count now. Here's the pitch. Let up curve line foul down the right field line. Count remains 3-2. Again, the payoff pitch, and Barrow swings it to foul deep down the right field line out of play. Again, the delivery swung on as a drive into left center, and that ball is up against the fence. Yogi turns first, heads for second. Tansby's throw, not in time. Yogi's in there with a double off the left center field fence. Valentine. And when a beer is that popular, 
It just figures that it's got to be the best. And that's the crisp for pressure all the way. Valentine's the light beer with true lager flavor. It proves the beer can be truly light and still give you all the honest-to-goodness lager beer flavor you want. So if you enjoy the best, you'll enjoy the one beer that delivers both lightness and flavor. Valentine beer, the crisp for pressure. Ralph Terry on the mound for the Yankees. Terry's last start was July 5th at Washington. Again, the Yankees lost in the 10th inning, and Dittmar was charged with the defeat. Terry pitched a great six innings in that game and then began to weaken. Ralph has a record of four and three. One and nothing against the Red Sox this season. Seven and four lifetime. He beat Boston 5-4 June 5th. having homered off of him that day. All the, uh, the all-star general admission and uh, bleacher seats will go on sale at their respective gates at 10 a.m. Wednesday morning for the Major League All-Star game that he played at the stadium Wednesday. It'll start at 1 o'clock. The general admission seats are 420. There are 14,000 bleacher seats that go on sale at 10 a.m. at 210 apiece for the All-Star game. Guy Lombardo and his Royal Canadians will uh, play a concert uh, beginning at 12 noon. Willie Tasby at bat. Hitting 254. hand hitter. Runnels and Williams to follow. Ralph Terry's pitch. Swung on and foul back. Strike one. Nothing in one. Here's the next pitch. Inside. Ball one. One and one. The Yankees, uh, Lineup realignment due to the uh, absence of Kubek and Mantle, both uh, in uniform but ailing. Has serve and left, Lopez and right, and Maris and center. Boyer at short, McDougal at third. They delivery to Tasby. High. Ball two, two and one. The wind is blowing out toward left today. Sometimes it switches. Now the pitch, and Tasby swings, and there's a drive to deep left field. That ball is going, going, gone. A home run for Willie Tasby. Willie Tasby collecting his second homer of the series and his third of the season, and his 14th run batted in. Coming up is Pete Ronald, hitting 322. One to nothing, Boston. One batter, one hit, one run. Jerry's delivery to Ronald is in there for a strike. Nothing and one. In comes the next pitch. Look out, high and inside, a 1-1 count. 
Willie Herman coaching at third and Rudy York at first. The next delivery swung on and fouled off out of play to the left of the plate. One ball, two strikes. Here's the delivery. Swung on and fouled off again in the same spot, just a little higher. Count remains one and two on Pete Ronald, who was voted by his fellow players in the American League as a starter at second base in the All-Star game. Nelson Fox will also appear. Jerry delivers and Ronald swings and lines it foul down the left field line. Pete hitting 322. pitch. Ronald swings and hits another foul down the left field line out of play. He's got his eye on the ball. Once again the pitch. Swung on line out over second in the center for a base hit. Maris up for the ball. Throws back in and Ted Williams is coming up. Batting 347. Whitey Ford is uh, loosening up in the Yankee bullpen, but I don't know whether to be using this game or just uh, limbering up a little. Ted digs in, and the pitch is outside, ball one. Whitey's on the all-star squad. Terry delivers, and Williams takes it outside for ball two, two nothing. Nobody out. One on. Ralph ready. The pitch to Williams. Low ball three. Three nothing. Mick is on deck. Williams in there, strike one, green one. Now, another signal has gone out to the Yankee bullpen. A 3-1 count on Ted, Ronald's on first, stretched by Terry, and the pitch outside, ball four. Williams walks and Ronald moves to second. Terry's not been able to get anybody out. Pick works is coming up, hitting 302, swinging a hot bat.
Stadium's 1975th walk. Second to Ruth in lifetime based on balls. Ralph Terry delivers to Bickworth, who takes it for a strike. Runnels on second, Williams on first. Nobody out and one run in. Ford uh, has been uh, warming up. Again, I don't know whether for purposes of this game or just limbering up for the future. Here's the delivery. Swung on to high pop-up into uh, short left. Serve comes in and makes the catch. One away. Works. Pops out to serve just beyond uh, Boyer. And here's Gary Geiger hitting 305. Came with Works in the deal for... Uh, for Jimmy Kersall from Cleveland. Started out as a pitcher. And they decided he'd make uh, a better uh, performer or a good performer playing every day. He won 20 and lost 7 in his first year as a pitcher. Left-hand batter, the pitch is inside for a ball. He's got good speed, good power. second. Williams on first and one out. One run in, first inning. Runners lead away. Ralph Terry's pitch to Geiger is in there for a strike. One and one. Curveball. Terry ready. Here's the delivery. And it's a curve inside for ball two, two and one. Rudy York coaching at first base goes over to say something to Williams while Barry goes out to talk to Terry. Billy Herman coaching at third. Geiger swings and drives a liner into center. Maris goes back and takes it. The runners hold up. Geiger lines out to Maris. With two away, up comes Frank Malzone. Now, uh, Ralph Houck had started out thinking it was the third out. He started to run out and run to the first base coach's box. Casey grabbed him by the arms. Come on back here. Another out to go. Zone steps in, right-hand batter, hitting 256. Two on and two out. One run in. A stretch by Terry. The pitch to Malzone is low outside for a ball. A one-nothing count.
Pete Reynolds moves off second. Ted Williams off first. Carry into the stretch. Here's the pitch to Malzone, and it is inside for ball two. Two and nothing. Don Button on deck. Nothing count on Malzone. Carry to the stretch. The runners lead away from first and second bases. Here's the pitch. Malzone takes the curve over. Strike one. Two and one. Two balls. One strike. The runners lead away. And the pitch change up his last to third a line drive caught by McDougal and the sides retired one run on Tasby's lead off homer one, uh, two hits no errors and two left on ten to the first inning the Red Sox won and the Yankees nothing the all-star game at Yankee Stadium will start at one o'clock Wednesday voted by the players the National League will line up with Crandall catching, Adcock at first, Mazeroski second, Matthews third, Bank short, Skinner left, May center, Aaron and right. And the American League, voted by the players, will have Barra catching, Scarron first, Ronald second, Malzone third, Hanson short, Minosa left, Mantle center, and Maris in right. The other players selected by the managers in the National League, Buell, Faye's friend, Henry, Jackson, Law, McCormick, McDaniels, Padres, Stan Williams, the pitchers, catchers, Bailey, Burgess, Boyer, uh, uh, Bailey and Burgess, rather, and then uh, Boyer, Grote, Larker, Neal, Tony Taylor, among the infielders, White, who plays both infield outfield, Sapita, Clementi, Pinson, and Stan Musial. And in the American League, Bell, Stigman, Coates, Ford, Daly, Estrada, Larry, Mumbuquet, Staley, and Wynn, the pitchers. Howard and Lawler, the catchers. Aparicio, Fox, Power, Robinson, Gentile, the infielders. Williams, Kaline, Keene, Smith, and Lemon, the outfielders. So you be there next Wednesday at 1. Bill Scarron, leading off in the second, takes high for a ball. Remember the... Uh, Tickets, a reserve ticket to go on sale 9 o'clock Wednesday morning. Moose swings and sends a high fly ball. Williams just standing there. That ball is going, going, gone way over the left field screen for a home run. Bill Scarron hits one over the left field screen to tie up the ball game. Moose is 12th home and 53rd run batted in. Gil McDougall hitting 262 Frank Sullivan's pitch in there for strike nothing in one pitch. Gill swings and grounds it to short. Button up with it. Flips on to Vic Wirtz in time. And there's one away. 
As about to say, the all-star reserve seats are available today. The Yankee Stadium ticket office open until 5 o'clock. All the Yankee ticket outlets tomorrow and Tuesday. And they go on sale 9 a.m. the morning of the game at the stadium. Reserve, uh, rather, the uh, general admission bleacher seats go on sale at 10 o'clock. 420 general admission, 14,000 bleacher seats at 210. Cleet Boyer takes low for a ball. Frank Sullivan, working fast, delivers outside. Ball two. Boyer hitting 233. Sully's next pitch. It's in there, strike one, two and one. Here's the 2-1 pitch. Boyer swings and lines it off the glove of Malzoni. Picks it up, the throw to first base. Safe. It scores the base hit for Boyer. A low liner off the glove of Malzoni. Up comes Bobby Richardson. Hitting 256. Yankees one, Red Sox one. delivers to Bobby. High ball one. Ralph Terry to follow. Bobby steps out now. Looks at Cressetti. Bobby has uh, the depth of the hit and run. There's a throw over to first. Also good bunner. There's another throw over and Boyer's back. to Ralph. 
Strike one. Ralph up there batting left-handed now. He's trying it. He tried it uh, last year a few times. See if he could improve his hitting. Here's the pitch, and it's over. Strike two. Nothing in two. No balls. Two strikes. Two outs. Sullivan ready. And the pitch is swung on and lined to left field for a base hit. Williams takes it on a hop. Boyer goes to second. Boyer turns around and looks at Terry at first base with his great look of amazement on his face. And, of course, that's a rib. No balls and two strikes, which is uh, a mistake many pitchers sometimes make on a poor hitter. Well, we'll just flip this one by. It only proves again you got to bear down everybody. Here's Bob Serb up. Grounded to third in the first inning. Here's the pitch. Outside, ball one. Boyer on second. Terry on first and two away. One all, second inning. Sully's pitch. Outside for ball two. Two nothing. delivers and Bob Serve takes it over the inside corner for a strike. Two and one. Of course, you can uh, turn it around off and you see some of the real good hitters with no balls and two strikes. And a pitcher will flip one right down the middle on them. So they don't figure that they'll throw it down there. And they're caught with the bat on the shoulder. Here's the pitch to Serve. Swung on and smashed the third. Up with it is Malzone. The throw to Runnels in time. A hard shot. Scooped by Malzone on the first top. Results in a fourth out at second on Terry. One run for New York, three hits. The homer by Scourin leading off the inning. Counted for the run. No Red Sox errors and two Yankees left on. At the end of an inning and a half, Yankees won, Red Sox won. Sox order. Don Button, Haywood Sullivan, and Frank Sullivan. 
Terry to the windup and the pitch to Button. Curveball over, strike one. No balls, one strike. And the next pitch, fastball is bounced out towards second. Backhanded by Richardson, back to the bag, the throw, too late. They hit for Button. Bobby backhanded the ball behind second, but had no steam behind his throw, which had to be delivered off balance, and Button beats it. Button was hitting 260. Here's Haywood Sullivan. Hadn't been in too many games, batting 159. Big, tall, raw-boned right-hand batter. leading away from first. Terry to the stretch and the pitch. Strike call, fastball. Ford is loosening up some more. The pitch is swung on. There's a smash through in the center for a base hit. Button stops at second. Haywood Sullivan singles to center, sending Button to second. And Frank Sullivan will be coming up. He's had two for 25, hitting 0-8-0. Could be that Ford's warming up to come in if he's needed. Haywood Sullivan singles to center, sending Button to second. Four hits off Terry. Dizzle and Scarron short enough looking for the punt. Here comes Scarron charging, and the ball is punted, and the play has to be to first base. Perry to Richardson. The sacrifice, moving arms up the base each. Button to third, and Haywood Sullivan to second. It was very nearly a perfect punt. Now here's Willie Tasby, who hit a home run in the first inning, with Pete Runnels on deck. Yankees won, Red Sox won. Skyron is in close at first. McDougal's third, the other two men deep. Here's the pitch to Tasby. Outside, ball one. <laughs> Button on third and Haywood Sullivan on second. One out. Here's the pitch to Tasby. Swung on and hit the left field for a base hit. Scoring Button. Here's the throw holding Haywood Sullivan at third. And it's two to one Boston. Tasby lines a single to left to drive in his second run. And 15 the season. With Pete Reynolds coming up. And Casey's on the top step for the dugout. Five hits off Terry and an inning in the third.
Williams, the next two batters. We're going to have Whitey Ford coming in. identification. Runners lead away from first and third. The pitch to Ronald. 
in there. Strike one, two and one. Outfield shade a little toward left. Runners lead away from first and third. The pitch and Ronald swings and fouls it off. The ball up to the plate. Strike two, two, two. Ball hits the mask and plate umpire Larry Knapp. Two strikes. One out, one run in. Haywood Sullivan on third and Willie Tasby on first. Ford gets Yogi sign into the stretch. The runners lead away. And the pitch swung on and missed. Strike three. Now coming up is Theodore Samuel Williams, who walked in the first inning, batting 347. Here's the pitch. 
swung on there as it drives to deep center. Harris going back toward the wall, and the ball is up into the bleachers for a grand slam homer by Fitzgerald. into the center field features for a home run. Our grand slammer, his 10th home run of the year and 48 runs batted in and it's 6-1 to one Boston. Sullivan, Tasbian, Rummel, uh, or rather Sullivan, Tasbian, Williams scoring ahead of work. With a two-strike count, Ford tried to slip the fast one by him and he went into the bleachers. Now Gary Geiger is up. And the pitch is bunted at and missed, strike one. He hit it straight away, and the ball kept moving. And sailed into the bleachers in straightaway center. About a 420-foot wallop. Big work hitting the grand slammer. Six to one, Boston. The pitch to Gary Geiger now is over the inside corner. Strike two, nothing in two. Two strike pitch, swung on and grounded foul down the first baseline. Rick Wirtz hitting a second grand slammer of the year in the eighth of his career. Now the pitch, curve swung on and missed, strike three. Sides retired, five runs. Four hits, no errors, and no one left off. And at the end of two innings of play, the Red Sox, six runs, six hits, no errors, and two left on. The Yankees, one run, four hits, no errors, and three men left on base. Two of the runs in that inning, charged to uh, Whitey, four to carry uh, overall one of the first inning and three in this inning elsewhere in the american league washington and baltimore scoreless at the end of an inning kralik and walker cleveland and chicago a double header scheduled and it's raining detroit at kansas city a later start in the national league pittsburgh two philadelphia nothing at the end of two and a half innings haddix and roberts Cincinnati at Milwaukee, a later start. The same St. Louis of Los Angeles and Chicago at San Francisco. So we had two incidents uh, alike, one that uh, hurt and one that didn't. With Frank Sullivan enabling, uh, or rather, Frank Sullivan pitching to Ralph Terry. No balls, two strikes. Terry single, but uh, got serve out in the inning. In case of worst of the base is loaded, he hit the grand slammer. Hector Lopez up. Takes the ball outside as we play in the third inning. Six to one in favor of Boston. One ball, no strike. Now the pitch. It's in there, one and one. Lopez struck out in the first inning. 
Here's the pitch. Swung on, a ground ball hit off the glove of Malzone in the left field for a base hit. Malzone broke to his left and got the glove on the ball. It's uh, caromed off. Button was uh, flashing over to his right. I don't know whether he would have gotten it or not. Single to left for Hector Lopez, and here's Farrah, who doubled in the first inning. The record for most uh, career grand slams is 23, held by Lou Gehrig. Ernie Banks at five in one year for a seasonal record. Yogi takes a fastball for a strike. Red Sox six, Yankees one, first of the third. Sullivan ready, they pitch to Yogi. Swung on and popped up into the air and foul ground. Work moving on off first base and makes the catch. One down. Here's Roger Maris, who struck out in the first inning. One on, one out. Six to one, Boston. First to the third. Sullivan's pitch to Roger. Swung on as a hard shot off the glove of Ramos. He can't find the ball. Throws to first and started to throw to first and throw anywhere. Actually, I believe he'd have started to throw to second. He might just have gotten Lopez. It's an error. Charged to Ramos. A hard shot that bounced off his glove and then behind him. Up. He hit a home run in the second inning to account for the Yankees' run. Two on and one out. Sully delivers and Moose takes the strike. Fastball. McDougal on deck. Sullivan's pitch is fouled on the first baseline on a check swing. Two Second inning. 
leading away from first and third. And the pitch is outside, ball one. One ball, no strike. Here's the delivery, and it's inside, ball two. on the ground ball hit to short button over to Reynolds for one and that's all as Maris crosses the plate button to Reynolds forcing Scarron an RBI for Gill and that makes it six to three McDougal's 19th run batted in and here is Cleet Boyer who singled off Malzone's glove in the second inning Washington July 7th, 4 to 2. 
came up through the Cardinal farm system. Had a 7-8 and eight record with the Cardinals in 57 and 58, and last year was 4-4 four and four at Minneapolis. The 6-foot, 193-pound, 28-year-old right-hander from Epps, Louisiana. Frank Sullivan departs. Saturday afternoon, the 23rd, a ladies' day, and a doubleheader on Sunday, the 24th. Then the Cleveland Indians come into the stadium Tuesday night, the 26th. The 27th state, an afternoon game, has been rescheduled as an afternoon doubleheader. Uh, three rained-out games with the Indians at the stadium. That'll make up for one of them. The 28th appears as an open date, and that will be filled in with a night game with Cleveland on Thursday night, the 28th. And the A's follow in on Friday night, the 29th, Saturday, the 30th, and they'll be ahead of Sunday, the 31st. Detroit is in Tuesday night, August 1st, and the afternoon of August 2nd. And the rained-out game of Detroit will be played on Tuesday night, August the 2nd. So there'll be two separate admissions, a day game and a night game. Another night game with Detroit on Wednesday the 3rd. Billy Muffet, all set to work. Bobby Richardson struck out in the second inning. There are two outs and two in. Red Sox lead six to three. Muffet's pitch. Low outside, ball one, curveball. Johnny James warming up for New York. The right-hander set, and the pitch to Richardson. Swung on as the ground ball hit out to second. Funnels up with it, throws on to Works, and the side's retired. Two runs for New York. Three hits. One error, which is costly for the Red Sox. And two Yankees left on. At the end of two and a half innings of play, the Red Sox six, the Yankees three. Florida. It's 
the last half of the third inning. Frank Malzone, Don Budden, and Haywood Sullivan coming up. Malzone lined out to third in the first inning. Whitey Ford in the lead for Ralph Terry. Swings to the windup. Around comes the left arm. The pitch. Curveball over. Strike one. Nothing and one the count. Here's the pitch to Malzone. Low outside for a ball. One and one. delivery to the right-hand hitter. Malzone swings, hits it off the glove for Ford, out towards second. Richardson up with it, throws to first in time. It seemed to have touched the glove of Ford. And the official scorer saw it that way, so that Ford gets an assist, and it's scored 1-4-3. Now down Button. Button singled in the second inning. Right-hand hitter, six to three, Boston. It's the last of the third. Ford pitch, swung on and fouled back up onto the netting, up onto the screen. One strike. And the one-strike pitch. Low curve is fouled off behind the plate. Strike two, nothing in two. Here's the two-strike pitch. Swung on and fouled down the first baseline. He didn't really swing. He tried to check it. Blanchard uh, sitting up here watching the game after his workout. John, you know, had to go to the hospital and had to be put on disabled list for 30 days. A two-strike delivery to Button. High outside. Ball one. One and two. A one-two count. Red Sox leading six to three. It's the last of the third. two pitch. High, two, two. High and away. Wide into the windup, and the pitch is low and inside for ball three. Full count. Three balls, two strikes.
Reed goes for the windup. And the pitch is low outside. Ball one. One ball. No strikes. The one-nothing delivery. Fastball outside. Ball two. Nothing pitch. Swung on and missed. Low curve. Had him out in front. Two and one. The two-one delivery. No, another slow curve, but it's low. Ball three. Three and one. pitch. High ball four. Sullivan walk. And that brings up Billy Muppet. Muppet's nothing for eight. Three runs, seven hits, no errors, and five men left on base. Phil Rizzuto is coming on over to sit in with you for the rest of the day as we move to the television side. But in the meantime, let me remind you that there's one beer that delivers both lightness and flavor, and that's Valentine beer. The light beer with true lager flavor. Frosty cool Valentine beer. The crisp Fetcher. Washington leading Baltimore one to nothing in the two and a half. Cleveland, Chicago delayed in the start of its doubleheader because of rain. About to get underway with Perry and Wynn. Detroit, Kansas City later. In the National League, Pittsburgh leading the Phils two to nothing in the three and a half. Haddix and Roberts. Cincinnati at Milwaukee. Perky and Burdett. St. Louis at Los Angeles. Chicago at San Francisco. Starting a little later on. And now we're ready to go in the fourth inning, and Phil Rizzuto will be coming right over after we pause for station identification. 1460 on the radio dial. This is Quality Modern, WOKO. Albany, New York. 21 minutes before 3.
Pitch outside, ball two. Two him on. This muffet doesn't take much time between pitches. Oh, the phone, the scoreboard. Uh, one has three and one. The other one has two and one. Pitch is a strike call. Whitey is batting 111. He's three for 27. Two runs batted in. The pitch outside. He lost him. Whitey gets the base on balls. To start off the top of the fourth inning, the Yankees trail 6-3. Here's Bob Serve, who is leading off playing left field today. Mickey Mantle's knee bothering him quite a bit today. He didn't start. Roger Maris is out in center field. Serve has been up twice and bounced to third base both times. Rickworth playing in back of the runner at first. Here's the stretch. The pitch is swung at a missed strike one. Serve went after a side-on curveball, didn't get it. deck is Hector Lopez. Again the stretch. The pitch is right over strike two. That was a fastball. Serve. Thought it was a little low and says so to play on fire Larry Knapp. Nothing in two on serve. The stretch to two strike pitches. Strike three swinging. He foul tipped it but it was held on by the catcher Haywood Sullivan. Muffet gets his first strike out of the ball game. And brings up Hector Lopez, who struck out single left field. He scored once. Serve talking with Lopez now. Hector wants to know what Muffet throws. The Yankees have not seen Muffet. Serve giving him uh, whatever he has learned up at the plate in his one time at bat against Muffet. Four is at first with one away. Deck Yogi Berra. Here's a stretch by the right-hander. His pitch is a little bit outside ball one. Again, Muffet set. Curve is over. Strike one, one and one. The pitch is a curve on the inside corner. Strike two. One ball, two strikes. One ball, two strikes, one out. Whitey Ford, real short lead off first base. Dickworth playing in back of the runner. Here's the pitch. It's hit on the ground to third. Malzone up with it. Goes to Reynolds for one. Back to first. Double play as Vic Worth gets it out of the dirt. And that was a long double play as Malzone caught the ball in back of third. A long throw to second and a long throw to first base in the dirt. And for the Red Sox, their 80th double play of the year. For the Yankees in the top of the fourth, no runs, no hits, no Red Sox. There is nobody left. The score at the end of three and a half innings, the Red Sox six and the Yankees three.
outside on fastball is over. Strike one call. The way Williams can hit those hard line drives and hard ground balls with overspin, it's dangerous to be this close to the infielders. The curveball is outside, one one. On deck is Vic Worth. Takes a check at Tasby, leading off third. Pitch is a curve way outside, ball two, two and one. Take any time between pitches. 
That's the way he gets his rhythm. And once the batter starts stepping out on him, it'll kind of slow him up a little and throw him off. The two strikes hook. High outside, ball one. One ball, two strikes. Johnny Blanchett, who is not uniform today, sitting up here, has played against Billy Muffet quite often, tells us that Muffet is sneaky fast. Gives the impression of throwing it easy, but the ball is up on him. This is a curve outside, two and two. Broto got a good center and a knuckleball. Roger Maris is on deck. Here's a two-two pitch. Outside ball three. Full count on Yogue. Muffet was trying to hit Adam after getting the first two pitches over for strike. The payoff pitch is hit on the ground at second base. Pete Ronald's coming in for the high hop. Goes to work in time to get Yogi. That'll bring up Roger Maris, who struck out in the first inning and reached on an error in the third after he hit a hard hit ball that Ronald just about got his glove on. Bill Charles. 7-3, the Red Sox lead. Hits to Maris's low, ball one. The one nothing pitch is right over, strike one, one on one. I said you can't take the eye off Muffet for a second. Hits the ball, holds it about belt high, and then pitches. Change up five back on the screen. One ball, two strikes. Now Muffet ready. His pitch to Maris is outside. Ball three, two and two. Here's the two-two pitch. It's outside, ball three, three and two. <laughs> Muffet steps back to get the rising ball. Ready now for the payoff pitch tonight. Here it is, and it's a little bit high, ball four, as he tried to curve him on a three-two pitch. That's the second walk given up by Muffet. And it brings up Bill Starrin, who's two for two, has driven in two runs. He homed leading off the top of the second, and a single right field of Jasmine Hector Lopez in the third inning. The Moose now has 54 runs started in. Here's a stretch by Muffet. The pitch to Starrin, inside ball one. Wirtz was not holding Roger too close, and Roger took a real big lead that time. Wirtz laying in back of the runner. Here's a stretch. It's high inside ball two. Two nothing. <laughs> On deck, Gil McDougall. The stretch and the pitch is a curve hit. Deep to left, there's another home run. 
Oklahoma for Stallard. This one's going all the way out of the ballpark. And across the street. And it moves hit that one. Completely out of Fenway Park. And it's now a 7 to 5 ball game. Stallard has now driven in four runs. his second home of the game. He's 13th of the year. He now has 56 runs batted in. And how he would love to play in this spot. Doesn't want to leave the Yankees, but I mean, this would be nice for him to play 77 games. Sullivan out to the mound to talk with Muppet. Bill McDougal, who bounced the short twice, he was given credit for an RBI on one of his ground balls to shortstop. One out to pitch to Gill. Low curve over, strike one call. Curve outside, one and one. Delivery. Smoker has swung it in this strike two. One ball, two strikes on Gill. One out and nobody on. Pitch is a serve low outside. Two and two. The serve high this time, ball three, three and two. And Muffet has been wild. He's only walked two, but he has had a three two count and quite a few hitters. Down that lead, he's pitching close to the Red Sox, getting somebody up in the bullpen. Right three call on a three two pitch. Muffet hit the outside corner. And Gill was caught looking at a third strike. and Wills are up in the Red Sox bullpen. Wills the left-hander, third of the right-hander. Here's Cletus Boyle, who's two for two today. Pitch the boy, slow curve over, strike one call. Cletus looks back at Larry Nutt. Thought the curveball was a little bit inside that time. Pitch outside this time, one and one. Two out, nobody on. 7-5, the Red Sox lead here in the top of the fifth. That's four foul back on the screen and out of play. One ball, two strikes. Pitch is popped in the air, foul outside of first. Worst is chasing it down the line near the stands, and he can't get it. It goes back in about three rows. One ball and two strikes. Up it up. 
almost 64 works was back in his position. That's how quick he gets rid of it. Here's the pitch. Slow curve low. Ball two, two, and two. Two-two pitch. Hit high and deep to left field. Williams going back in front of the wall and makes the catch just in front of the wall. It looks for a second like that ball might carry. But I guess Fleet hit it off the end of the bat. Didn't quite get the good wood on it. And for the Yankees in the top of the fifth inning, two runs on one base hit, starring second home run of the ball game. No Red Sox errors and nobody left to score at the end of four and a half innings. The Red Sox seven and the Yankees five. Right, Joe? You know, friends, at a traffic light, you can often tell if your car isn't performing up to par. Maybe it stalls frequently or idles rough or possibly doesn't have any pickup when the light changes. Well, this could mean a dirty carburetor something that can happen to any car, old or new. You see, exhaust fumes and other air contaminants that buy your air cleaner and build up as deposits inside the carburetor of your car. And these troublesome deposits can cause an improper mixture of air and gasoline. And the result? Rough performance and actual gasoline waste. But thanks to new Atlantic Imperial gasoline, you now can keep your carburetor clean without even raising the hood. Atlantic Imperial cleans your carburetor as you drive, doing a, a complete job in just a few thousand miles. So to end stalling, rough idling, and gasoline waste due to a dirty carburetor, use Atlantic Imperial. It's the gasoline that cleans your carburetor and keeps it clean. Larry Nutt, dusting off home plate. Gallagher back from left-handed. Ford's curve high inside again. Ball two, two or nothing. Nobody warming up in either bullpen now. Muppet was in a little danger of being taken out. Therefore, foul back out of play. Two balls, one strike. into the windup. Side on fastball, hit far right in the Red Sox dugout. Two and two. Ford wants an exchange of baseballs. Two-two-pitch curveball hit high in the air, deep to right field. Lopez going back, back in front of the bullpen, and makes the catch just in front of the Red Sox bullpen in deep right center field. And the balls are flying out there today with that wind blowing out. That brings up Frank Malzone, who lined his third baseman and then bounced out. Hit one off Whitey's glove that Richardson field isn't back a second and was thrown out on a close play. And that's 0 for 2 for Frank. Whitey's curveball is in there, strike one call. Another slow curve. This one hit high in the air to left field. 
Morris digging over to his right, and he can't get it off the wall. Now Brown is going around first. He's coming around second. He's going to try for third. Here's third throw. It's wide, and now Brown's in with a triple. Roger Maris hit that brick wall fairly hard as he made a desperation leap for the ball. And it picked away from Maris, and before third could retrieve it, in left center field, Mal Jones on at third with a triple. The third hit off Whitey Ford, and for Mal Jones, that's his first triple of the year. So with one out, the Red Sox are threatening again. They lead in the ball game seven to five. Don Button, who beat out an infield single and fly to left field about us. The infield playing in for a play at the plate. Here's Ford into the windup. Best Ford in the dirt gets away from Yogi, but not too far. Yogi blocked it with his body, and it kicked about six feet in front of the plate. Ball one. Each team now with eight base hits. But the Red Sox lead seven to five. Frank Malzone at third base with one away. He looks at Miles John. Now the wind up double pump that time. He hits the button. Is hit in the ground. He's short. Now John does not come in. Boy is throw to first in time to get button. And the reason why he took that double pump, he wanted to see if Miles John was going to break. And if possible, the Red Sox might have had the squeeze play on. Smart play by Whitey. And button bounces out to short. That makes it two away. Miles John still at third base. The infield now moves back. Here's Haywood Sullivan with single to center field and walk. Big right-hand hitting catcher. Whitey's curve is low inside, ball one. James is getting up in the anti bullpen. Pitch to Sullivan outside, ball two, two and nothing. Now Zone leads off third. Whitey's wind up. Fastball high outside, almost got away from Yogi, ball three. Three or nothing. Well, they're going to walk Sullivan intentionally. He'd have been swinging at a three nothing pitch to pick the two up next. Second time that Ford has walked Sullivan. And third walk for Whitey Four. Here's Billy Muffet. To the shortstop, his first time at bat, and Johnny Blanchett, as we told you, sitting up here, says that Muffet's not a bad hitting pitcher. Bats him right-handed. Sullivan at first, Miles Jones at third with two out. Here's the stretch. The throw to first, and Sullivan's back.
Here's the stretch by Whitey. Curve is high, ball one. On deck is Willie Tasby. Whitey in his stretch position. Pitch, curve ball, outside, ball two, two and nothing. Goes back to the rosin bag, rubbing up the ball. Now he checks the sign from Yogi. Here's a stretch. Fastball fouled on the right field line out of play. Two balls, one strike, two out, two on. Stretch by Whitey. Curve. High outside. Ball three. Three and one. Connie James continues to heat up in the Yankee bullpen. Whitey is straddling the rubber, waiting for Haywood Sullivan to walk off a little bit. He'd be ready to throw. He's got more moves out there. All right, here's the stretch. 3-1 pitch. Strike call. 3-2. and two. Up it taking all the way that time. So now with a 3-2 count and two out, Haywood Sullivan will be off with the pitch. So he's got to be careful not to leave too soon. Here's the stretch. The throw to first base, Sullivan's back. He has been warned uh, about Whitey Ford's move out there. All right, again, the stretch by Whitey. The payoff pitch. A liner right at Bobby Richardson. Hit that ball right on the nose. He does whip that bat pretty well. For the Red Sox in the bottom of the fifth, no runs on one base hit. No Yankee errors. Two men left to score at the end of five full innings. The Red Sox seven, the Yankees five, and we pause for station identification. 1460 on the radio dial. This is Quality Modern WOKO. Serving Albany, Schenectady, and Troy. Scoreboard in the American League at the end of five innings. Washington won Baltimore nothing. Kralik against Walker. Dan Dobek home in the third with nobody on. Cleveland leads Chicago one nothing at the end of an inning and a half. Perry against Wynn. They're playing a doubleheader in the Windy City. Destroyed as Kansas City starts later on. Pittsburgh leads the Phillies 2 nothing at the end of five and a half. Haddock against Roberts. Cincinnati nothing. Milwaukee nothing at the end of two. Perky against Burdett. And St. Louis at Los Angeles and Chicago at San Francisco start later on. Bobby Richardson will lead off the top of the 16 for the Yankees. Bobby struck out and bounced to second base. 7-5 to score. The Red Sox lead. Billy Muffet on the mound. It's fixed to Richardson. Low inside, ball one. James is still loosening up. Out of the bullpen. Whitey Ford is due to be the second batter this inning. Nobody's out in the on-deck circle. Ball two to another. Strike call, the fastball on the inside corner. 
Ted Hadley is coming out of the Yankee dugout now, swinging a couple of bats. So it looks like Ford will be out of the ballgame. Here's the pitch to Richardson at the curve, low outside, ball three, three and one. One pitch, strike, call, oh, three and two. Full count on Richardson, leading off here in the top of the sixth inning. The payoff pitch, a ground ball, hit to the left side, backhanded and couldn't be held by Don Borden at the base hit. Now Zone just missed getting that ball. An infield single for Bobby Richardson, second hit off Muppet. And a nice hit for the Yankees in the ball game. And Ken Hadley is coming out to bat for Whitey Ford. And for the Red Sox, Ted Wills and Tom Stradivin are up again, the left hander and the right hander for the Red Sox. Richardson's hit first with nobody out. We're holding him on. Hadley, batting 209, has four home runs and eight runs batted in. Left hand hitter. Pitch is one and this is one. Stretch by Muffet. Pitch is outside, ball one, one, one. Whitey Ford worked three and two third innings. Gave up three hits. Walked three, struck out two, and allowed three runs. <clears throat> Quick throw to first. Again, the stretch. So look at this. The pitch is a curve low inside. Ball two, two and one. Pitch is hit high in the air to short left field. Ted Williams coming in. Moving under it. And Ted's got it. Richardson halfway down to second. Hustles back to first base. One away. Here's Bob Serve, who's also three. Twice bounced to third and one struck out swing. Red Sox seven and the Yankees five in the top of the sixth inning. first with one away. Pitch to service. Swung at it. Missed strike one. Had a good cut at that pass ball. On deck, Hector Lopez. Muppet stretch. The pass ball swung at a missed strike two. wants to look at the ball, and Larry not the plate umpire, goes out to get it. <laughs> Larry looks it over, finds it okay, and keeps it in play. Hmm. 
Richardson leading off first base. Two strikes on four. Pitch is low outside, ball one. Bob almost went after a low outside curveball. One man out. Here's a strike. Pitch is strike three swinging. Went after a bad curveball, didn't get it. Gets his third strike out of the ball game, and it brings up Hector Lopez, who struck out, singled, and hit into a double play. Ball one. 
Nasby has two home runs so far in this three-game series against Yankee pitching. Here's the wind-up by James. The pitch is fouled off the end of the bat. Strike one, one and one. Teddy Lopez says that Johnny James has one of the best sliders he has ever seen any pitcher throw. Including himself, and Eddie had one of the finest sliders in baseball. Here's the 1-1 pitch. It's lying to left field, and that one's going to be off the wall. Man, is he hitting that ball. There fields it on one hop, and this time he holds Tasby to a long single. Holy cow, is that Tasby hitting that ball. He has hit four line drives. Held to a single. And that was really a line drive because it's just one about 10 feet high all the way. And hit just above the scoreboard. Serve this time fielded it barehanded and a good throw to second base held fast behind. Here's Pete Runnels. Single struck out and sacrificed on Jack Tedwood. Four for four for Tasby. Pitch to Runnels is bunted out and foul back strike one. Off the chest protector of plate umpire Larry Nutt. McDougal is way in at third. Garland is holding first against Tasby. Boyer and Richardson are back in double play depth. Here's the stretch. The pitch is outside. They had the pitch out on. Ronald's ready to bunt again. It's one and one. Now Pete looks down at Billy Hammond coaching at third. Billy's checking the sign from Yogi. Here's the stretch. He swings this time and fouls it back out of play. Up on the roof. With McDougal coming in. Ronald's tried to hit one right by Gill, and he can do it. He can hit the left field better than a right-hand hitter. Sounds odd, even though he is a left-hand hitter, but he hits the down his line and drives to left field. One ball, two strikes on Ronald. 7-5, the Red Sox lead. Here's the stretch. Third is over, strike three. Pete Runnels caught looking at a call third strike. And here comes Ted Wooden. Ted walked twice, he scored once, and then bounced to second base to drive in a run. He's 0 for 1. Came into the game batting 3-47. As he is at first base with one away. It's the Williams curve high outside, ball one. On deck, Vic Worth. Willie Fasby homered in the first inning to get the Red Sox their first run. Curve low inside, ball two. Yogi turns around and talks to Larry Knapp and shakes his head. Yogi thought that was a good pitch. Two or nothing on Williams. Boy, that Williams looks big even from up here. Imagine how he looks to a pitcher out on the mound. Stretch. And the pitch on the outside corner strike one. Two more on the count.
Cowan continues to hold first against Kazi. Pitch outside, ball three, and again Yogi jumps around and looks at Larry Knapp. Knapp just off home plate. Three and one on Williams. Here's a stretch. Mix is over, strike two. He took a little bit off that time. Full count now. Three and two, and with Wild, I imagine Tasby will be off with the pitch. James stretches, ready for the payoff pitch. Quick throw to first, Tasby's back. Johnny almost slipped off the mound that time, throwing that ball to first base. Stretch again. There goes the runner. The curve is hit foul outside of first base. As he down a second, goes back to first base. Three and two count on Williams. Only one away. Red Sox leading 7-5. Bottom of the six. The stretch. Pitches low ball four. Williams walks for the third time in the ball game. Man, what an eye he's got. And it brings up Vic Worth, who flied to left in the first inning, then hit a bases loaded home run in the center field bleachers in the second inning, bounced to first in the fourth. Vic with four big RBIs. He had four RBIs yesterday. That's eight in two games. That's a pretty good month's work for the ball players. All right, Williams at first, Hasby at second, one away. Here's the stretch by James. Pitch is hit on the ground a second. Could be two. Richardson, the boy, for one. Back to first. Double play. And a fast double play. The ball was hit right on the nose. For the Red Sox in the bottom of the sixth. No runs. One hit. No Yankee errors. One man left. The score at the end of six full innings. The Red Sox seven and the Yankees five. On the scoreboard now, the Orioles have tied up the ball game. Against Washington, 1-1 at the end of six and a half innings. Kralik against Walker. Dobek Holman in the third with nobody on. Cleveland meets Chicago, 1-0 at the end of two and a half. Perry against Wynn. That game has been called for a few minutes because of some rain, but they're back in action again. Detroit at Kansas City. It's Larry against Daly. In the National League, the Phillies have tied up the Pirates 2-2 at the end of seven and a half innings. Haddock against Roberts. Ted Letfield, Holman in the seventh with nobody on. Cincinnati nothing, Milwaukee nothing at the end of three and a half. Turkey against Verdette. And St. Louis and Los Angeles, Chicago, San Francisco have not yet started. Yogi Berra is due to be the leadoff hitter for the Yankees here in the top of the seventh inning. Yogi doubled, popped to first, and bounced to second. And here is the attendance. 28,643. 28,643. They had 32,000 the first night, 24 yesterday. That's a pretty good three-day attendance record. Not a record, but pretty happy about it. All right, the first pitch to Yogi, low outside, ball one. Pitch to Yogi is outside, ball two, two and nothing. Deck Roger Maris. 
Fitzgerald is over the outside corner for a ball strike two more. The two-one pitch is a changeup inside ball three, three and one. Buffett was not too happy with that call. Pitch is over. Strike two. Full count on Yogi. Now the payoff pitch. Ground ball to the right side. Runnels loves it on the outfield grass. Goes to where it's in time to get Yogi. He's made a nice play on that ball going far and deep to his left. One away. Brings up Roger Maris, who struck out, reached on an error, and walked. Roger has scored twice in the ball game. One out, nobody on. Seven to five. The Red Sox are leading the Yankees. Turn the top to seven. On deck, Bill Scarlett. Maris hits the ground ball to first base. Vic works up with it. Flips him up at covering in time to get Maris. As Roger went after the first pitch, that's two away. And I know the Red Sox are happy to see Scarron coming up with nobody on base. Because the Moose has two homers and a single in this ball game. He's driven in four runs. Both first basemen have driven in four runs. Worth for the Red Sox and Scarron for the Yankees. Two out and nobody on. Deck Gil McDougal. Muppet's pitch is a changeup inside ball one. Well, Muppet's thrown everything in his repertoire against Starr. He'd like to come up with a new pitch if he could right now. Fastball popped in the air to short right center field. Gary Geiger moving to his right, coming under it. And then backing up and making the catch going back as the wind got hold of it. So they finally get Scarron out and for the Yankees in the top of the seventh. They get down one, two, three, nothing across. The score is in the six and a half inning. The Red Sox seven and the Yankees five. Sometimes the way your car performs can be downright embarrassing, especially if it's been stalling frequently or idling rough or possibly doesn't have the get up and go you're accustomed to. Well, your trouble could be a dirty carburetor, a condition that can affect any car, old or new. And here's... Exhaust fumes and minute particles of dirt can get by your air cleaner and build up deposits inside along the lower carburetor wall. Even a small amount of these deposits can cause the throttle plate to feed the wrong mixture of air and gasoline to your engine. Consequently, you get rough performance and actual gasoline waste. But a dirty carburetor is one embarrassment you can forget about if you use Atlantic Imperial gasoline. You see, Atlantic Imperial actually goes to work cleaning out the deposits in your carburetor as you drive. What's more, it keeps your carburetor clean, puts more pleasure back into driving. So to end stalling, rough idling, and gasoline waste due to a dirty carburetor, use Atlantic Imperial, the gasoline that cleans your carburetor and keeps it clean. It's the Geiger. It's a ball that bounces in the dirt. Ball one. On deck, Frank Malzahn.
Pitch to Geiger as a curve low inside, ball two. Two or nothing. Fastball inside, ball three. Three nothing count on Geiger. Here's the three nothing delivery. It's low ball four. James Gaines gives up his second walk of the ball game. Here's Malzone who lined the third, grounded out to second base, and then tripled to deep left center field. Johnny Gabler is up in the Yankee bullpen. Geiger leads off first. Scarlin holding him close. Here's the stretch. Malzone takes it low as he has squared around the bunker ball. Ball one. And Malzone wants to look at that ball. Scarlin comes over to the mound to talk with Johnny James and hustles back to first base. Nobody out here in the bottom of the seventh. The Red Sox leading 7-5. Pitch to Malzone is one of that miss. Strike one, one and one. Malzone has been called on very often to sacrifice, especially here in Fenway Park. Here's the stretch. Again, he squares around, takes it outside. Ball two, two and one. Now Malzone looks down at Billy Herman, hoping that the bunt time is off. Anybody with any kind of power loves to hit all the time in this park. Ryder at first base. Geiger takes the lead the lead. Now, here's the stretch. There he goes. The ball is hit on the ground over McDougal. Said that's going to be an infield single. They had no chance on that at all as with the runner going, Malzone had a high ball to more chop over McDougal's head. Gill was playing in. Boyer backhanded the ball. And it's an infield single. The second hit off Johnny James. Second hit for Malzone in the ball game. Now McDougal comes over to talk with him. Gill's talking to Johnny James. Let's pause for station identification.
Bauer made a beautiful play. The ball was punted to the third base side of the pitcher's box. Garin, who had started charging in before James ever delivered the pitch, backhanded the ball, but Gil McDougal could not know that Garin was going to make that play, and Gil came charging in. There was nobody at third base. Garin fortunately held up, not throwing the third, but he could not turn around or throw the first in time. So the bases are loaded with nobody out, and the batter is Haywood Sullivan, the catcher, who has singled and walked twice. The Red Sox leading 7 of 5. Nobody out, and the bases loaded. Big right hand hitting catcher up. Here's the windup. Pitch to Sullivan is high inside ball one. An unusual play, and what a play the Moose made. Well, I said he takes a lot of chances charging in the way he does. Here's the one nothing pitch, and it's fouled back in the uh, stands out of play to the right of home plate. Due to be the next batter. Willie Tazby is on deck. Here's the 1 1 pitch to Sullivan. His foul out of play. Over the roof this time. One ball, two strikes. Button at first, Malzone at second, Geiger at third. Nobody out. James into the windup. Curve is in there. Strike three called. Haywood Sullivan caught looking at a third strike. Strike out number two for Johnny James. And here comes Billy Muffet, the pitcher. Muffet bounces short and lined out to second base. for Johnny James, but he's not out of the woods yet. Cowan is in at first, McDougal's in at third. Boyer and uh, Richardson playing halfway on the infield. The pitch is squeeze play is fouled, and Boyer, Muffet made a fine play there as James threw the ball high and inside. With Geiger coming in on a suicide squeeze and the other two runners breaking. Muffet kind of leaped in the air and got part of his bat on the ball to deflect it away. Otherwise, Geiger would have been a dead duck at the plate. Now Muffet steps out of the batter's box to look down at Billy Herman, coaching at third. One strike on the Red Sox pitcher. James to the windup, Geiger starts, stops, this is all back, off the screen, strike two. Nothing in two on Muppet, on deck, Willie Sazer, John James wants another baseball, gets it from Larry Knapp.
There's the windup. A pitch out. He was not coming in. Yogi thought that they might put the squeeze on with a two-strike count, which, of course, is always a possibility. But nobody was breaking. One ball, two strikes now on Muffin. Here's the windup. This is strike three. Swain went after a bad high curveball. And Johnny James gets two strikeouts, and here's Willie Fasby. has homered, singled, doubled, and singled again. Three of his base hits going against the wall. The pitch to Willie. Serve in there, strike one call. He's driven in two runs, four twice, for three times. He has raised his batting average 11 points today from 254 where he started to 265. Base is loaded with two outs. Here's the windup. Curve is swung and a missed right through as James came in with a side-on curveball and pulled Willie Tazby, had him way out in front. And now time is called as James wants to talk with Yogi between home plate and the pitcher's box. Yogi puts his arm around James. All right, now they've got things straightened out. in two count on Fazby. Here's the windup. Curve is high ball one. One ball, two strikes. All three runners leading away. James into the windup. Curve high ball two, two and two. Yogi rubs the ball up before throwing it back to James. Johnny goes to the rosin bag. Dagger at third. Malzone at second. Button at first. 2 2 count on Willie Tazzy. Here's the windup. Curve is high inside. Ball three, and we got a full count. And with three and two in the battle, all three runners will be going with the pitch. There go the runners. It's a ground ball, base hit. Another hit for Fasby. Two runs are in. And the Red Sox lead. Nine to five as Willie Fasby gets his fifth consecutive base hit. What an afternoon for Fasby. Oh, man. Three singles, a double, and a homer for Willie Fasby. Four runs batted in, and he scored three times. And he is personally taking care of the Yankees today. The Red Sox are leading. Nine to five. After James has gotten two quick strikes on Fasby, through three balls, and then Willie singled in a hole between short and third. Here's Pete Runnels. Pitch to Runnels, low outside, ball one. Pete singles, struck out twice and sacrifices. One for three. day for Willie Tassie, one he'll never forget. The stretch by James. The pitch is low inside, backhanded by Yogi. Ball two, two, and nothing. 
Just when it looked like Johnny James was picking himself out of a tough jam, he had the bases loaded and nobody out, struck out the catcher and the pitcher. As he came through, boy, when you're hot, you hit anybody in any pitch. Two nothing pitch, low ball three, three nothing. Johnny Gabler still loosening up in the Yankee bullpen. A three nothing pitch, strike call, three and one. And if they walk Ronald, Ted Williams will come up with the bases loaded. John Budden almost scored first base on that single by Tazzy to left field. High fly to straightaway center field. Harris going back, way back, and makes the catch just in front of the flagpole, about 370 feet from home plate. So for the Red Sox, in the bottom of the seventh, two more runs on three base hits. No Yankee errors. Two men left to score at the end of seven full innings. The Red Sox nine and the Yankees five. Right, Bill. Say, how much does it cost to clean a carburetor? Well, for regular users of New Atlantic Imperial gasoline, not a penny. That's because New Atlantic Imperial is especially designed to clean your carburetor as you drive. Yes, sir? With your very first tank full, New Atlantic Imperial starts to remove the troublesome deposits that normally collect on the carburetor wall. Make it a habit to use New Atlantic Imperial gasoline in your car. Do away with stalling, rough idling, and gasoline waste caused by a dirty carburetor. That's Atlantic Imperial. The gasoline that cleans your carburetor as you drive and keeps it clean. the eighth for the Yanks, McDougal, Boyer, and Richardson. Bill? Billy Muffet out on the mound. Pitch to Gill is top foul down the right field line. Worth chasing it. He can't get it. It goes back into the seats out of play. center field. That ball hit the pitching rubber, hit high in the air, and fielded by Willie Tasby in center field. McDougal starts things off here on the top of the eighth with a single. Art Dittmar now up in the Yankee bullpen. Gable sits down. Cletus Boyer, who is two for three, two singles, and then slide out to deep left field, steps into the batter's box. Here's a stretch by Muffet. Mr. Boyer is an accidental foul to the right of the plate as he tried to check his swing. Stretch and the curve is hit high in the air to left field. Ted Williams moving back on the cinder pit. Makes the catch just in front of the scoreboard. That's twice. That Boyer didn't quite get all of the wood on the ball. Then Williams back just in front of the fence, one away. Bobby Richardson struck out, bounced to second and singles. 
Juvenile Kirk with one out. Red Sox leading 9-5 here in the top of the eighth. Bobby is a curve over strike one call. And Mickey Mantle is coming out of the Yankee dugout, bringing a couple of bats. And the fans, as you can tell, are just now noticing Mantle coming on deck. It's the Bobby line to left center field of base hit. McDougal rounds second base and then holds on as Richardson gets his second base hit. And here comes Mickey Mantle. has eight doubles, five triples, 20 homers, and 45 runs batted in. Dittmar and Gabler now up in the Yankee bullpen. Ted Wills, the left-hander, is up again. And they've got a right-hander going two out there. The right-hander is up with Ted Wills, the left-hander in the Red Sox bullpen. Runners at first and second with one out. Mickey Mantle about it. Hits to Mickey. It's a strike on the outside corner. Mickey batting left-handed against the right-hander, Billy Muffin. On deck, Bob Sturr. Both bullpen showing full steam. The stretch. Curve is over, strike two. Nothing in two on Mickey. Two quick strikes. The pitch, knuckleball. Strike three, ball.
the catcher runs out to talk with Muffet. Billy took quite a bit of time reading Sullivan's time that time. One and one to count. Richardson leads off first. McDougal off second. One one pitches. The ground ball hit to the right side. Reynolds is up with it. Throws to work in time to get there. Bob broke his bat. Hit that right off the fist. For the Yankees in the top of the eighth, no runs, two hits, no Red Sox errors, two men left to score at the end of seven and a half innings. The Red Sox nine and the Yankees five. Well, Mr. Thompson, we found the trouble. Your carburetor is dirty. Look, you mean that little bit was enough to do it? That's right. Because of the close clearance in the carburetor, just a small amount of deposit can cause a throttle plate to feed the wrong mixture of air and gasoline. So your engine stalls a lot, idles rough, and wastes gasoline. But what causes that deposit? You know I take good care of my car. It's not your fault. You see exhaust fumes and other stuff in the air, get by your air cleaner and build up in your carburetor. Well, isn't there any way I can prevent these deposits? There is now. Just start using Atlantic Imperial gasoline. Atlantic Imperial? Why? Well, it's because the Atlantic Imperial they make today will actually clean out your carburetor and keep it clean while you drive. You mean I won't have to spend money to have my carburetor cleaned again? No, sir. Atlantic Imperial gasoline is all you need to keep your carburetor clean. Try it. Okay, Bill, you sold me. My next tank full is Atlantic Imperial. Johnny Gabler has tomorrow now. He's the fourth Yankee pitcher of the afternoon. We've had Terry, Ford, and James in there. And no one has been able to stop the race completely. They scored four runs off Terry, three off Ford, and two off Johnny James. James pitched two innings, gave up four hits, walked two, struck out three, and allowed two runs. Johnny Gabler coming on is making his 18th appearance of the year. He's won three and lost three, has a 3.98 earned run average. Johnny is 6'2", weighs just 165 pounds, from Overland Park, Kansas. With Denver last year, he won 14 and lost 9. Leading off of the Red Sox, Ted Williams, who has walked three times and bounced to second base once. He's scored once and driven in a run. And this will probably be Williams' last appearance at the plate. Or in the ball game, they usually take him out for a pinch run-up. If he should get on it, take him out for the last inning. Ted fouls the pitch. Just below a strike one. We almost had a souvenir here in the radio booth. Ball low and pitched back to the screen. The only way you'll get Williams to move from his batting position. When the catcher throws the ball back, Ted just moves his head but keeps that back foot planted in the box. You throw at his feet and he'll get out of the way. One on one on the splendid splutter. Gabler into the windup. 
Curve is high, ball two. Two more. just about the finest pair of eyes when it comes to sighting a pitch. One hundredth of an inch outside or inside or up or down. All right, here's a 3-1 delivery. A high pop-up to the left side. Cletus Boyer moving after it. And Boyer's got it for the out. Williams pops out to short. Ted picks up his glove and heads for the locker room. He's through for the day. Harold Hardy will probably go to left field. Here's Vic Wirtz, who flies to left, did a grand slam home run in the second inning. Bounced the first and then hit into a double play. Pitch to Vic. Strike call, the fastball about letter high. This ball game could be Wirtz and Tasby against the Yankees. Wirtz has driven in four and Tasby four. Williams has the other one. Knuckle ball almost hits. Wirtz rolls back to the screen. One and one. Another knuckle on the outside corner, strike two. One ball, two strikes. Gary Geiger on deck. Gabler into his full windup. Curve hit on the ground at second base. Richardson is up with it. Goes to Scowlin for the out, and it's two away. Brings up Gary Geiger, who twice lined to center, struck out once, and walked once. He scored one run. Two out, nobody on. Third ball way outside, ball one. Nine five, the Red Sox lead in the bottom of the eighth. Another curve, this one over. One and one. Curve outside. Ball two, two more. Malzone lined the third, bounced to second, triple of up center field and single. 
Malzone has scored once in the ball game. Two out with Geiger at first. Cowan holding the bag again. on his high ball one. Faber sets again. Quick throw to first. Jagger's back. Here's a stretch. Pitch is in there for a false strike. One more. That's three Pisans at home plate right now. Malzone, Vera, and Neff. Quick throw to first. Geiger's back in town. Johnny takes a couple of looks over at Geiger, leading off. Curve is low outside. Two more. Gabler is scouring for the out. 
For the Red Sox in the bottom of the eighth. No run. One hit. No Yankee there is two men left to score at the end of eight for them. The Red Sox nine, the Yankees five.
Lewis cross lead. Big Samaras is a strike on the outside corner. Pitch outside, one on one. There's a ball, top foul, out of play, over the roof. One ball, two strikes. Friday night when Yankees will be at Briggs Stadium in Detroit. 
Until then, this is Bill Casey, comforting for Bob Delaney, saying that's all for now from T. Valentine and Sons, brewers of the Crisp Refresher. Valentine Beer, the largest selling beer in the East. And the Atlantic Refining Company, and your Atlantic dealer, who offer your Atlantic Imperial, a gasoline that cleans your carburetor and keeps it.